Hello, this is Julie Ann. Welcome to the podcast show, Life with Collective Purpose, about you discovering your higher purpose in life and answering the call for a shared collective healing of the world. Be inspired by our guests that reveal how they made the shift from the individual life purpose to a collective purpose to serve all. If you resonate with the guests of this show, you will be inspired to shift to a life with collective purpose and to answer the call to join our container of bright lights that will shine on the new world. I am a book publisher that has helped over 300 authors to unlock their gift and purpose by sharing their knowledge and wisdom in a book. Many of these thought leaders are now recognizing this transition from the I to the we and their call to be of service. If you need some inspiration to look at your life and understand how you too can make this shift, listen in to our show every week. Join our family as we share our stories and make connections that will help you to live a life with a collective purpose. Hello, and this is Julianne and Life with Collective Purpose. And today I've got Lauren Whitting Whittick with me. <laughs> Lauren, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Me too. Me too. Um, tell our audience um, about what you do and who you are and um, your organization. Yeah, that I'd love to. Um, my name is Lauren Wittig, and I'm an intuitive healer. Uh, I have a, a healing practice that's called Heart Light Wellness. Um, and I've been doing that for about, well, I've been doing it for a long time, but I've been doing it out in the open for about four years or so. Um, and I really, I love working with my clients. It's such a joy. I um, have been an author in the past. Uh, I have books out, but I'm no longer writing those. Um, and uh, I ha am the founder of the of the <laughs> the Williamsburg Wise Women's Circle, which was one of my pet projects that I started at the same time that I started my practice back in 2018. And um, it came out of a real yearning for community. And mm -hmm. I know that's part of what your this collaboration part of it that that your podcast is about. But this community was just women who a lot of us had been hiding our gifts from the world. And we needed a place to get comfortable with them and to be supported in our getting comfortable. And it turned out to be such an amazing community that friendships have, you know, sustained through the pandemic. And I'm still get, um, I get regular, uh, sorry, I'm tripping over my tongue this afternoon. I get regular <laughs> texts from uh, members saying, when are we going to start it up again? Because we did go on yes. hiatus during the pandemic. It just didn't work on Zoom, I think, because we're so used to being in each other's personal com company. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, it, so it's just this amazing um, community that has, it's its life is continuing, even though we haven't met as a group in two years now. So Wow. So those are, wow. those are the main things I do. <laughs> I, I love what you say um, about um, a, a wise women's circle, because, you know, we were talking about the, um, the power of people coming together. And of course, you know, mm -hmm. the name of my podcast is life with collective purpose. Right. And, um, you know, I, I am the conversations I'm having with people is how do we come together 
to have a collective purpose because when we do come together as a community you know we can we can do a lot of things together especially women can do a lot of things when they come oh together God. in community yeah you know traditionally women always came together and and worked together we had sewing bees and we had you know people that would butcher the hog and the women would all get together get together to process the meat and render the fat and all that kind of stuff um i grew up in a family that was very heavy on the feminine energy because my mom was the oldest of four sisters and one little baby brother and my wow. dad had two sisters and uh and i have predominantly female cousins you know it's right just, it turned out that way so i was used to being in um my my family's from the deep south from mississippi and so i was used to being in this very tight-knit community of women and mm. To this day, my aunts, my mom's sisters are still such an important part of my life, even though I don't see them very often. Um, we stay in touch and it's such an, a lovely, it's a lovely thing to know that you've got an elder around who's wiser yeah. than you because they've seen more than you and they've done more than you. <laughs> and, and they're all, they're all getting pretty old these days, but I love spending right. time with them. It's always a joy. So I yearned for that same kind of community that where you know you're going to be loved and accepted no matter what. There's no judgment. It's just um, just living in that energy of women. It's it's amazing. So that collaboration of women is such a natural thing to do. And our yes. present society doesn't really support that. That's so true. That's so true. And and we were talking earlier about the divine feminine mm -hmm. and, and what happens when people, um, when women come together in a group, what happens with their divine feminine? You know, when you start to share from that place, yeah. um, what do you what do you find when you have these women all together in your wise circle? Um, how does that show um, from a divine feminine perspective? Well, first of all, it's that non-judgment. Yes. So it's it's just pure loving acceptance. And so that makes it a very safe place to explore who you are, who you want to be, what's mm -hmm. working, what's not working. I was going through the last few years of my mom's life when I when I uh, formed that community. And it was very difficult because she had dementia and she was a narcissist, which was like a double whammy. Mm -hmm. um, and I was the the one who me and her husband um, were the ones taking care of her. And um, and I was the one that got beat up the most wow. um, by her, which was fine. I mean, not physically, yes, but yes. just emotionally. Yes. I needed that community in the worst kind of way. And I mm -hmm. would I was the leader. I would come in and say, we're going to talk about this today because this is what I need to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I would burst into tears just as trying to describe what we were going to talk about. And everybody was like, just and they didn't go, oh, it's OK. They didn't go, don't yeah. cry. They just sat there and allowed me to have that moment. Beautiful of release. And that's not something I get in, in the day to day world at all. Um, but it was also it taught me that being vulnerable was really powerful. And that's a yes. very bit much part of the divine feminine energy is this vulnerability mm -hmm. to be yourself, to allow others to be themselves without judgment, without judging ourselves or judging anybody else. And it creates bonds. It creates mm -hmm. heart bonds. You know, it's not just, you know, the neighbors that I like a lot and we chat when we're out on the street, it's a real heart bond. And, yeah. um, and I think that's all part of the divine feminine. Beautiful. It also creates creativity. Yes. Which is, you know, we are, we are the most creative thing on this earth, you know, in terms of humans, because we create new life. 
mm-hmm. as women. We, are, we have that capacity. And many of us have done that more than once even. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so bringing that creative energy into mm-hmm. conversation, into relationships, into problem solving, into, you know, what, what else do we want to do as this community? Um, you know, those sorts of things, uh, that creative energy, I think is a huge part of the divine feminine. And it's, it's so needed right now because one of the ways that it can be used is to overcome dis, you know, disparate opinions. It's how, how do mm. we, how do we get creative about talking to each other? Yes. Instead of just spitting at each other all the time. How do we get creative about finding a common ground? Wow. Yes. You yes. know, and These we found, we found a platform for that. Didn't we, Lauren? We did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Yeah. So yeah. we, we've just been talking about um, doing a collaborative book um, mm-hmm. where we can gather all these people um, these beautiful women that can share their stories about their divine feminine. And um, I think that this is just a beautiful thing to do, to be able to use that creativity um, as a group, sharing the stories of, of the divine feminine yes. and, and how that divine feminine has expressed itself in our lives. Yes. And um, I, I think that's going to be an amazing project. Do you want to talk a little bit about, about um the um we, we were talking about the dealing with the toxic masculine mm. um and and how you deal with that to be able to bring back in the divine feminine and find that right balance so yeah do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah i i get a lot of information in meditation and so i don't know exactly where this this concept came from maybe i dreamed it up myself i don't know but <laughs> For for quite a number of years now, six or eight years, maybe longer, I've been talking about how we need to find a balance between the divine masculine energy and the divine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's out of balance. It's, yes. And then you add the toxic masculine in and it's way out of balance. Right. And so I've been talking about how we're going to have to bring it into balance. But initially, we may need to overbalance and bring the divine feminine into a, a bigger space in our community, in our, in our culture, in our world. I think mm-hmm. maybe the whole universe, Yeah, definitely on the earth. <laughs> um, and then eventually we'll be able to come back to a real balance. Yes. And, um, and so it's so important that we consciously begin to bring the divine feminine energy into our lives, into our families, into our communities, into our thoughts into our, our prayers, into our meditations, into everything. We need to bring it into everything. Yes. And so it's really, it's really important. I did. Um, I also told you that uh, not too long ago, I, I, I thought, you know, I've been using this term for a long time and I'm not sure I understand what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> so I did ask for, um, I, I talked to my guides regularly and I asked for them to bring me information about what is the divine feminine. Mm. And all of these people started coming into me. I don't, think I said at the beginning, among among the many things I do, I have a podcast called Curiously Wise. So I've had all of these guests come in that are experts on what the divine feminine is throughout history or from a cultural aspect or so. I mean, it's just incredible. And I've had books come to me and articles come to me. It's just, I love it. You go, I need, and they go, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And and what what better way to to get this out to the world um, than to do a book, which is 15 women 
talking about the divine feminine. So we have been talking about um, a project where we will uh, be inviting um, 15 women, um, mm-hmm. uh, potentially a few more, but 15 is a, is our goal, um, mm-hmm. that will share their stories of their divine feminine. Um, the book will be um, a project that we will do collaboratively and yes. collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those projects where it's a beautiful way of sharing our stories, but then actually publishing those stories. Um, and in partnership together, we're going to be facilitating a couple of workshops um, and groups where we have a supportive circle uh, where we can share the stories, we can talk about the stories, and then I help and assist with the actual writing and then editing and finally the publishing of those stories. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited that we're going to be doing this, Lauren, because it feels like it's a it's a really great way to, like you say, um, bring more balance of the divine yeah. feminine by by sharing our stories in this way. Right. And one of the values of that, of the wise women circle for me was that we all had similar experiences, but we had different expressions of those. We had different Mm -hmm. ways that we worked through them or different, you know, it may have been the same kind of thing, but we experienced them in a different way. So I think the idea of women talking about their experience, it's personal for each, but then you, the reader can go, Oh yeah, I've had that happen. I didn't know that's what that was. Or, oh, I'd like to try that and see if that yes. brings in. So it gives you that feeling of, I'm not, not that there's a right or a wrong way to do it. You can express it however you express it. Yes. And, and it's going to be personal. It's going to be what you need to express and what your gifts and your passions are about, that that's going to be the way it gets expressed. That's so beautiful. I love, I love that, that it's, you know, it gives you permission to do it your own way. And and there's, I mean, and it is very beautiful when you when you can talk about the divine feminine from 15 different perspectives, right. and including you, that would be 16 different perspectives. Right. <laughs> because as you say, people do, um, you know, look at stories and look at the divine feminine from different perspectives. And so, yeah. you know, instead of like, I mean, when you have one book, you know, that's got one author, then mm-hmm. you're reading that one perspective. One perspective here. Yes. Like we've got this beautiful collective uh, of women that are going to be coming together and sharing their stories mm-hmm. from different perspectives. So I think this is a great way of helping people to understand more. What is the divine feminine? How do you bring it into your life? And why is it so important? Oh my God, the divine feminine is so important. How can you tell people how important it is? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's such a healing energy too. It's so nurturing. It's so, um, it brings balance. I mean, we have so much masculine energy that we need the balance of it. Yes. And um, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be the best possible thing for, for humanity to bring balance yes. into this. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and I think, you know, um, as women, um, a lot of women um, that are in business, you know, it's, it's even more important to be, um, uh, operating our businesses from the divine feminine. I, I know myself that when I go into the masculine, um, you know, it, it, it makes things a lot more difficult than, than if, I'm just, <laughs> if I just surrender to my feminine and, um, you know, and sometimes that feels, that feels strange because like you say, it means that you have to be vulnerable. And, you know, mm-hmm. here I am in, I'm in Puerto Vallarta and, um, you know, I'm, I'm running a retreat center here and, uh, all of my staff are male, um, <laughs> the, the, you know, a lot of Mexican men, that's a lot of testosterone in yes. my <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, uh, I, I see that when, if I do go into my masculine, that I don't get anywhere near the same results than when I go into my, mm -hmm. and, and really embrace my divine feminine. And when I embrace my divine feminine, I, all of that testosterone really works very well. Right. <laughs> right. Right. They yeah. respond to that much better than, than when I go into my masculine. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I can tell when I've gone too much into my masculine because I get a little frantic. It's like, I yes, get me too. Because it's like, I need to get this done and I've got these things and I've got this much time and I've got to do it in this order. And that's not the way I work. Exactly. It's not the way I work. I'm not yes. linear. I don't yeah. think clearly. I think in images and sensations and metaphors and yes. and a circular. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm exactly I'm exactly the same. Exactly the same. So and so. and it's really interesting to find that balance when you've got deadlines, right? right? When you're just like, okay, well, I've got you know, I've got this deadline and I've got to get this done. And so it's very easy for you to kind of fall into that masculine, get mm -hmm. it done, get it done, mm -hmm. instead of just surrendering into the divine feminine and getting it done in a much more loving, compassionate right. Right. way, right? So can I share with you a little story about how I did that when I was writing novels? Yes. Because deadlines almost killed me. I just would get so stressed by them. And in fact, yes. I now call them due dates. <laughs> due dates, I like that. Deadlines. <laughs> due dates is more like birthing a child, right? You know? mm. I like but that. <laughs> the way I dealt with it was, first of all, to get out of my house because there's always, you know, there was kids mm. and dogs and husband who worked at home part-time and, you know, all this stuff. But I would meet my very good friend who's also a writer, who also had a husband that was home full-time. And we would meet in a coffee shop with our computers at nine, 10 o'clock in the morning for about an hour. And we'd write together on our own Beautiful. books, but we would just hold space for each other, which is mm. a very feminine energy. Yes. And it was shocking how fast that time went, but how much we got written. Right, right. And I wrote three books that way. You know, my last three books I wrote in her presence. And she would say, you know, it's not the same if I'm here by myself. I don't get as much done. no. But no. there was a synergy of, of it's the collective energy, right? Yes. yes. The collective yeah. energy. And, and we've invited a few other people along the way. Um, and of course that fell by the wayside at, during the pandemic, but we tried to do it by zoom, which didn't work quite as well, not but quite the same, yeah, not quite the same, but it was another example of how can I do this in a way that's, that is supporting of me is, is honoring the way I need to work versus sitting in my office. I got to get 500 words done in the next hour and da, 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 da. I guess, you know, it's like, no, I just need to go and write and enjoy the yes. writing process. Yes. So it's that creativity. It, it's, it's, yes, as it's that creative energy. Before, it's embracing that creativity. And that's what happens when we embrace the divine feminine, right. we embrace the creativity, we come together as a group and the creativity magnifies, right? Yes. Because yes. we're together as a group. So right. uh, I'm, I'm so excited about this. So we are going to have an information call um, on the 15th of November um, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Mm -hmm. um, it will be on Zoom. Um, and what we'll be doing is talking about and what it would look like for you to get involved in this project and to share your story 
in this collaborative book um, about the divine feminine. And so um, I'm really excited about that. We're going to, um, we, we will uh, post a, a link um, mm -hmm. so that you can get the information to sign up for the Zoom call. Right. And um, yeah, if you, if you are in the wise women's circle or you would like to be in the wise woman's circle. Yeah, or um, you're just a wise woman. <laughs> or you're just a wise woman. I say all women are wise. <laughs> we may not know it, but we're all wise. <laughs> we are all wise. We are yes. all wise. Yes. Um, and if you would like to share your story about um, how how you have brought the divine feminine into your life and how that has really changed your life and, and how it has made things um, very different to the way that you um, operate your life, um, then we would love you to come onto our information call and we'll tell you more about being involved in the book. Um, and um, I'm very excited about that, Laura. Yeah, I am too. I am too. It's It's been such a, a divine feminine connection here because we didn't know each other a week ago. I know. <laughs> Like, and it. here we are and here we are we're now doing a book together yes yes that is a perfect example of the divine feminine in action right there absolutely you know, bringing absolutely. people together who who need each other and and work well together and yeah yes yes and creating 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 yes. together collaboratively yes Absolutely. Absolutely. So of course, this, this is absolutely um, my theme of my podcast, which is life with collective purpose. And so um, this is a really good example of how collectively um, we have a purpose to share more information and to share our stories about the divine feminine to invite more people to be embracing their divine feminine. So um, please join us on the 15th of November um, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We will post the Zoom link with mm -hmm. this recording um, in the notes so that you know how to uh, how to register to be on the call. And it's just an information call. We're going to tell you more about how you can get involved, um, what it looks like for you to share your story um, and to be in our book. So um, yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon about this. This is like yes. made my whole year. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> so Lauren, tell tell our audience, how do we get in? Uh, how do we get in contact with you? How do we work with you? Um, give us all your contact information. So the best place to go is my website, which is heartlightjoy.com. And I have, you can, you know, email me from there. You can book a free call with me if you just want to chat and see whether you want to chat about the book or you want to chat about what you need from me. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with clients. I have kind of two ways that I work with them. One is just one at a time as you need a session. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a program that's a nine-week session, a nine-week program that alternates healing work and mentoring work. And I call it rapid transformation. So wow. either one of those, there's information about that on my website as well. And my podcast is Curiously Wise. And I'd love you to come and listen to Julianne's episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was also on her podcast. So yes, yeah, we've only yeah. known each other for like four days, but we've I know. Already... <laughs> <laughs> I like the speed at which we work together. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So your website is again, say the name again, heartlightjoy.com. Heartlightjoy.com. And please engage with Lauren and yeah. please join us on the 15th of November to find out more about being involved in our 
book about the divine feminine. Yes. And uh, Lauren, it was lovely talking to you again. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that we've, we've gotten to meet and have a couple of really wonderful conversations already. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, we will be in touch very soon. And uh, we're looking forward to welcoming everybody onto our information call on November the 15th. Thanks so much, Lauren. Thank you. See y'all there. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to step into your higher collective purpose in life, head over to www.influencepublishing.com and claim your free two-hour webinar on unlocking your story and discover a family of support and love to help you embrace the collective call to purpose. Please go to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Please share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life. Until the next time, live a life with collective purpose.